0: Hello everyone, I just wanted to let you know that uh, the Lord has been speaking to me today and he wants you to know this, this is what I feel he's speaking in my heart. What we've been talking about for many episodes about about whether or not people get the shot or not and the ones that did get it, they did it voluntary, they went ahead and did it, and, and to this point, it's, it doesn't matter, because well, I asked the Lord, what about the ones, the Christians, that were forced to take this jab, this shot? And they were forced because they had no alternative of of employment. And every job out there is all of them are requiring us because of this evil Pharaoh forcing us. What about them Lord? What about them? And he spoke to me. And he said this. And I'm passing this on to encourage everyone. For those of my children. Who were forced by this evil evil demons this enemy that is controlling the United States for this temporary time the ones that were forced from them to take this shot I will protect them I will heal them I hold nothing against them for I know they We're always thinking about what to do right. But their hands were tied. Nowhere to go. Didn't know what to do. They will be protected. And I hold nothing against them. And they have already been forgiven because they did nothing. So I think that's a great thing to have peace about. So for those of you who were forced to take that evil jab shot from your employer and you knew you had nowhere else to go, no choice, rest assured, God has your back. He will make sure that that Stuff that they put in your body forcefully will not harm you. and you will be okay. Go to him and pray to that about that and thank him and continually pray to him about that, that that protection will always be there and have faith in that. But I think that's just very important for me to pass that along now. The Lord knows it was not your fault. You are innocent. You did not do any of this voluntarily. He is going to protect you. No harm is going to be done to your body. In Jesus' name, by His Holy Blood, you will not be harmed. Amen. So that's my message. This short message for you today. Rest assured of that. Pass that along to people who are concerned about that and tell them the Lord knows. He knows these evil people what they're doing to His children. It's the same thing if your own physical child, something's being done to them innocently. They're not going to be held accountable for that. No, because they're innocent. He knows you have no control over this evil stuff that's going on. So remember that, the ones of God's children that were forced to take this from your evil government, your evil employer going along with it, rest assured you will be protected and God is going to seek the most harsh judgment and wrath on your employer for making you take that. I guarantee it, they probably won't be existing in business in the near future, and he's definitely going to take care of the U.S. evil government that is doing this to you as well. So remember that, and may God give you peace. Got a special guest for you today. His name is Casey Pratt, and he has his own podcast out there that everyone should be wanting to listen to. He's a really great guy, has great information. His podcast is called Awake the Iron, and we're today going to talk together about what's going on currently in our country and around the world and how we can help each other and embrace and show the love of Jesus. Well, I'm going to have that interview with Casey. Coming up next. Welcome, everyone, to the Kilroy Williams Show. I have a very special guest for you today, uh, Cason Pratt, and he's going to share with us what uh, his testimony in life and what his message is out there to help people, um, help believers to get through what we're going through in our country and uniting and everything and hopefully he'll give us some good uh encouraging word today. Welcome to the show uh Cason. how are you? Uh,
1: I'm very good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate
0: it. I appreciate you being here. Do you mind uh sharing what, what your, uh, your 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 uh, message or testimony and what you've been going through in your life and work where, where you see things are going now and and, what, and how you uh, think we can encourage everyone today.
1: Sure, sure. Um, I actually, if I go way back, we'll make a, a long story short, but I grew up in Japan. I was a missionary kid, and so my parents were missionaries, and my grandparents were missionaries as well. So um, I have that background. And when we came to America, um, you know, I it was about third grade. I think I was about eight years old, and um Kind of got thrown into the American culture and I always uh, prided myself in being perceptive and um, later in life that turned into a little bit of healthy skepticism and I was always finding myself asking questions and um, it's just who I was. I liked to learn how things worked physically and strategically and um so as I got older and I got married and I had a family and uh, when you have a family and you have, start to have children, you start to think about, oh, shoot, you know, I'm responsible for like other people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right,
1: right. So, yeah. So um, I wanted to do do the right thing for these other people who I'm responsible for now. And so I started to not simply just believe anything I'm told uh, without another thought because um, yeah I'm I'm responsible for this person so um, I started looking at things for myself and using my own brain that God gave me and my discernment um, to uh, find the truth and I realized that there are a lot of deceptions. Um sometimes the deceptions are inadvertent and sometimes the deceptions are purposefully uh perpetrated against us. Um because as we all know uh Satan uh has this is Satan's playground. Yes. Right? And yes. and uh although God is restraining him to some degree for now. Um, this is Satan's playground, and that doesn't mean God's not in control or in charge. But um, so I learned a lot of things, and and I found out a lot of deep truths to things. Uh, just about any kind of topic you could imagine. Uh, actually, my studies into the medical industry began about fifteen years ago or so when. 16 years ago, when my daughter was, my first child was born, and remember I said, you know, I started realizing, oh, I'm responsible for this other person. Absolutely. um, Yeah, so in uh, in today's age, you know, medical things are a hot topic, and it's funny because I talk to people sometimes, maybe I'm disagreeing or arguing with people about what could be true and what's not, and I say, hey, how long have you been looking into, uh, you know, this stuff? Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, well, you know, 2019, 2020, that's when this all started. And I'm like, well, you know, it was 2005 for me. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, this uh, I'm not just, you know, speaking about things I don't know anything about. Now, you hear a lot of people say, well, well I'm not an expert or I'm not a this or that. And uh, I-, I don't like that because just because someone is wearing a lab coat or, a bow tie or something doesn't give them a monopoly on the truth, right? And um, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of a, my backstory there. Anyway, I came to a point where I needed an outlet for this information. Like, if you knew, uh, for example, as believers, I we know about important information. We have good news, right, um, about people's uh, eternal souls. So since we know this good news, we want to tell people and actually we're, we're commanded to tell people. And so I equate it similarly where when I find out the truth of something, I, if I just bottle it up and don't say anything to anyone, I can't sleep at night. So I needed an outlet and that's when I started my podcast kind of recently, and uh, kind of as a way to just get the, get it out of me, because I wasn't doing well. I I was frustrated. I was uh, bottled up. I, I didn't know what to do, and I just got it out of me, so I started my podcast called Awake the Iron.
0: Awake the Iron. Okay, well, I'll definitely keep promoting that for you on our show, because that's, that's fantastic, man. That's great, and it's That's how essentially I was. I haven't started this this long. It's only a couple months for me. And uh, actually, in my own personal experience, uh, God spoke to me about a year or two ago to do it. And each time, he kept kept telling me, no, I don't want you to do it now. I don't want you to do it now. Just wait, just wait, just wait. And it just happened so far this year that he wanted me to do it. And, um, you know, it's all new to me. You know, I'm a rookie, but, you know, I just take it, you know, whatever God wants me to say and, you know. I've had some people even, you know, um, will will tell me like, well, you know, you need to speak this way and that way. I'm like, look, you know, I mean, Moses stuttered, you know, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not perfect, (laughs) you know, I'm not perfect, you know, and God God doesn't look for the qualified, he, 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 he looks for the unqualified, that's, that's who he looks for, so, uh, you know. Yeah, you're
1: right, Uh, most often times if we look at any, any of the heroes from, from scripture, it's usually the the person that you would least, least have least chosen you know get a room full of people people okay so Moses as your example right we need yeah. we need somebody to go and and he'd be a good speaker and go present himself in front of Pharaoh and talk about these things and guess what Mo, Moses couldn't couldn't talk in front of people
2: <laughs> right exactly. So,
1: yeah, or or you know we got this this guy this this Philistine guy he's huge and he's a huge warrior he kills everybody who are we going to send out there? How about this, this little kid? Let's <laughs> send him out there. Yeah, right. No, exactly. but that's, you're right. It's all and, in the word. Um, it's all in the word. That's that's right. And um, an interesting side note about uh, you were talking about how God was you know uh, guiding you there, and um, I I. But my profession is I do maintenance and construction. So, um, but, but, um, I'm almost 45. And when I was a young man, I went to college and I have a degree in video production, video and audio production.
2: Oh, wow. And
1: somehow after that, my, the path that I was on just took me to, um, this kind of industry, the maintenance industry. And I like it and I, and I, and I, I enjoy it. I think I'm good at it, but I always was like, man, I, I never got to use that. You know, the skills that I went to college for and lo and behold, um, I started getting involved at my church. I go to a pretty big church. So I do some of the video, uh, stuff there and all the cool equipment that's all newer and nicer than what I ever used. But fundamentally it's all the same. And, uh, And with doing the podcast, there's a lot of audio considerations, you know, when I'm recording and stuff, and and I'm doing video too. And guess what? So it didn't happen in my timing, but God is using those things through me now. You know, it took 20-some years, (laughs) maybe 20 years. I didn't understand the timing, but he did.
0: Yeah, 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 when you think that you have it figured out, no, God says, uh-uh, it's not going to be that way, it's going to be this way. You're right, <laughs> you're right. And and it's funny, my background is a broadcast technician, and uh, so I've, I've worked at a lot of major uh, cable networks and stuff, and um, I find myself um, been involved with that all my life just out of high school, and um, I never thought I'd be doing this, that's for sure. I never thought I'd be doing this. And people always told me, well, you you have such a, you know, almost like a broadcast voice. I go, no, I don't. (laughs) And and, and they they always said, you need to be in radio. And I'm like, well, you don't understand radio. That's not a very secure job. I mean, (laughs) you you can have the owner change the format in a heartbeat and you can be out finding another job somewhere. But that's the industry in itself. But that's really cool because see what God did for you you always had that gift, you know, and he, he planted that in you and you can always use that no matter what time or what part of your life, you know. So that's that's really good. That's fantastic. Yeah, and yeah, and my uh, you know, I I went to
1: school for that with the with the idea that I would do that as a job, as a career, right? Mm-hmm. And then that didn't it didn't work out that way, but um I give a lot of credit to my brother and my sister uh and my sister Said when I was like, yeah, it's cool, you know. I I didn't ever get to use that, but it was it was good. And and she said, well, why why can't you just do it? Um, do something with that, whether you get paid for it or not. And she said, if you love it, then just do it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I had the wrong mindset about that, you know, or something. And um, so it's like, just do it if you if you like it, and you're compelled to do it, and you feel led to do it, then just do it. And you know, you don't know where it'll take you unless you just, just start. Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's, it's been fun. It's been great.
0: That's awesome. So, uh, can you share a little bit, what was it like to live in Japan? Or Were you, how old did you say you were?
1: Yeah. So I was born in Tokyo and lived there until I was about eight. And, uh, a couple, a couple, uh, short instances, we were back in the States, um, like I think I went I went to part of kindergarten here in the States maybe. And so um yeah, so I, I grew up around um, I grew up in Japanese culture and uh, actually when we were gonna come back to the States to stay for good and I guess that was that was third I was started third grade in the US, my parents were kind of concerned that I'd be a little behind. Now we did I, w- I did have an American teacher from uh, the uh, Air Force Base in Japan that came and schooled us at home in American curriculum. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so um, I I was up to speed, I guess, uh, on paper, but there's some culture differences that, uh, and language, just uh, it's... Most of my day was spent speaking Japanese oh, wow. as a kid. Then you know, you then you get thrown into American third grade. It's like, are you going to be able to, you know, function? Or uh, am I, my my my. Uh, there's always a funny story that one of the first things we did when we were in back in the states is you know, we stopped at a McDonald's or something, and the lady was giving my dad change, and she was like, you know, so here's your quarter, and I looked at my dad and said, hey, what's a quarter? And (laughs) all these people look at my parents like, what have you been teaching these kids? But, you know, uh, but like kids always do, we we caught up pretty quick. Oh,
0: yeah. So did your parents find out, or or do you remember yourself, were the schools in Japan, were they ahead of us educational-wise compared to the the U.S. education system?
1: I don't know. Um, I do know that they went to school a lot their their school days were long uh, even some i don't know if it was some saturdays or most saturdays um, they went to school in the summer there were, there were some breaks but it was it it seemed intense uh, i went to a, a short bit of japanese kindergarten so mm-hmm. you know that that probably didn't really count but right. um, i remember friends of mine in the neighborhood we're always in school always doing school stuff homework until late hours of the night um you know and uh i'm homeschooled in on the you know on the american curriculum or whatever, whatever and i'm outside like hey where's all my friends at you know i'm ready to play uh baseball or whatever yeah but they're, um they're
0: still studying so yeah.
1: yeah so as far as you know are they, were they ahead or or not uh, i don't know but I would imagine so if you're in school
0: that much. I would think so because I, I always want to know that because I've heard that there. You know, well, we know how our education system in here is pretty sad sometimes, and I was just curious if uh, if they were that much ahead. But you, like you said, they probably would be if they're if they're in school that much because uh, you know, yeah. they're, they're exercising their brain and they're learning a lot. I'm sure, right. Um. So. Um, How long? How long? So, where do you live now? You live where now?
1: I live in the Columbus, Ohio area. Okay. Actually, in a yeah, a a suburb town called Hilliard.
0: Fantastic. On
1: the edge of town.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. So, so you came back to the U.S. when you were little. So basically, you consider you more or less all your life here in the U.S. now, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much, Um, and mainly in Ohio. So
0: great fantastic um so tell us a little bit more about your podcast i mean what what has has your experience been so far since you've uh since you've been um been on air with it
1: yeah it's been it's been so amazing and getting to meet uh meet new people like you and 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 uh being being on other shows and having people on my show from other shows and um it's I I'm so glad that I started to just doing it. And I mean, you know, it's pretty small I'm I'm not like world famous or anything, but I, that wasn't really the goal. Like I said, the goal was to like, get it, get information out. And you know, the, the theme, the theme at awake, the iron is to expose deception.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: so we try to, we try to, um, we get off track sometimes. <laughs> you oh. know how that goes oh, sometimes. Of course. You yeah. get to talking right. and, um, but we really try to stay focused in exposing deception. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, oh man, I tell you what, if there was a, if there wasn't a better time to talk about things like that, it is now.
0: Oh, it definitely is. It definitely <clears throat> is. And that's been such a passion of mine right now. It's uh, several of my episodes have been like, you know, uh, really like what, what the church what the, the, the church is today. You know, a lot of the churches you even go to, they're more entertaining now, feel-good type atmosphere, and they're not really the real yeah. worship the way it should be. I've done a show with that, and... and um, I'm right there with you. I don't have a very big audience, and in my, I've always shared with people. You know, it's not all about me. This is God's platform, and if I have to just to talk to Him, that's fine. I'll just talk to Him, <laughs> and I'll I will do it until He tells me to stop. Right now, I don't feel He wants me to stop, and if He wants it to grow, it'll it'll grow. It's not mine. I when I prayed this to the Lord, I said, "This is yours. Please direct me where you want me to go." And uh, so far, it's just humming along. And God's timing's different than ours, you know. I'll look sometimes, and I'm like, wow, don't have very many listeners on this one. And then I'm reminded, that's not really what it's about, you know. It's just, you know, whatever the Lord leads, you know, and it, it'll work out. So that's my my experience anyway so far.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, the, um, I... I'm I'm assuming that the majority of your audience would be, you know, uh, Christian or Christ followers. Uh, maybe not all, but which is fine. But um, I I started I got angry during all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I can say the trigger words if we'll uh, no, be on any platforms that get censored or not. But
0: Oh, well, just call it the jab, jab if you want, or whatever. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, and I think people know. But all of this, uh, this clown show of 2020,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um, I, I, I became angry, uh, with Christians.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and and I think some Christians got angry with me. Yeah, and the the, I'll I'll share with you a couple things that I've heard. Please do so. One, uh, some people use the, uh, I forget the exact passage, um, where it says we should follow the law. We should <laughs> I, obey, I the, we should yeah. obey the law.
0: Right. <laughs> I know, I know where you're going with this, right? one, I think. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, and the way that these people meant it to me was that I, I, I was refusing the, I, I was denouncing the mask mandates, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was fighting against that.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, so it was said to me, hey, we need to be an example and just follow the law. And
0: It's not a law, dude. Uh, the reason
1: I became, well, well, there you go. The reason I became angry was because in order to follow the law which i agree scripture says that so we should because our fight is spiritual so the the point of that scripture is our fight is spiritual so superficial things physical things aren't as important so we got to follow the law and follow the government the rules of the government fine i agree but you have to know and understand the law to be able to follow it yes yeah. okay so our our uh, governor here in in Ohio, like a lot of other ones, said everyone is required. You got to wear a mask. And it's one you said it. It's not a law. And uh, secondly, we have a we have an organization here called the 1851 Center for Constitutional Law,
2: mm-hmm.
1: long name, but they're lawyers who focus on constitutional law. And they said on multiple occasions, and they were on the radio saying to to disregard the mandate is to follow the law because the, the mandate is a nothing. Um, a, a, a buffoon spews out hot air and says you have to wear this on your face, it doesn't make it doesn't mean you have to. It doesn't even mean that it's lawful in any way. So if the governor came out and said everyone has to give me all your clothes. You don't have to do that just because the governor said it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I, I'm actually, I was, I was angry at the governor too, because you you can say what you want. Anyone can say what they want, but as a person, as a person in a position of power, your whatever you say, you know, holds a lot of weight. And these people think so. And so you send people into a frenzy thinking they have to do this and that when they really don't. And the, the bad thing is, is our governor is a lawyer, So that tells me he's not just dumb about it. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he's violating the law. And then he would go back and say, well, you know, I said it, but, you know, you oh, don't yeah. have to. Well, yeah, you made everybody think you had to. And so this is what aggravated me about Christians who told me, we need to be an example and just do what the governor says. And I'm like, no, we're supposed to follow the law, and you can't follow the law unless you know it. And you
0: obviously don't know it.
1: So, sorry, that's my little rant about that. No, I was no, really I, mad I'm, about
0: that. I'm right there with you, and that's exactly how what I've been going through. And it also hurts when it's your family members that are believers that are doing the same thing. And keep in mind, and, uh, the Bible says at the end times people will be deceived. I had no idea it was going to be us Christians. I had no idea what it was going to be like that, boy. I know that's just know. so scary, so scary. You
1: know, yeah. And the, one more thing on that, and as you know, well, we need to be an example as a Christian, you know. And I'm like, well, I have a responsibility to the truth, and yes. if I if I feel I've come upon the truth, then I'm responsible for it. And you know, there's a there's a quote from a lawyer that just really stuck to me. Um, and it, it, it's uh, I don't know if you have ever seen the the documentary called Making a Murderer, but
0: um, I've heard of it. Anyway, okay.
1: Well, there's a there's a lawyer in the second season of that. She she's uh, she's excellent, and she says that she. Believes that juries make make the right decision when they have all of the information. And uh, if you watch that series, you you tend to lose all faith in the jury system. But here she is saying she believes the jury makes the right decision. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but she has a she has a caveat if they have all the right information. And I I equate that to today. Where so much information about, um, you know, the jab jab or the virus or whatever is very one sided, yes. And yes. there's a there's a lot of information that is opposing to that, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. It doesn't matter. You, me, everyone, and especially people in decision making positions like school board members and superintendents, they should. Hear all the information, then they could make a decision.
0: They don't want so, to hear. It.
1: They don't want to hear it, right? I know, and and it, that just boggles my mind. And then if you're a Christian, and so by default you're responsible for the truth as well. Um, I, you know, th- this is another reason for the podcast, and maybe this is why you're doing it too—is to get get information out there. So the first step is someone realizing, oh, I don't have all the information or I didn't have access to it, right? Mm -hmm. Or they censored Kilroy's show because he said, you know, something about a virus and and then they just censor it so you didn't get it or whatever. First is realizing it, realizing you've been deceived, then you can figure out what the deception was. But you have to... And it's okay. It's okay to say oh, darn it, I was lied to, and I bought it.
0: Yeah. But let's yeah. move on. It's
1: that, okay. A lot of that you will know? be
0: pride with people. You know, it'll be pride. Probably.
1: And yeah. it's okay to change your mind based on new information. So mm-hmm. just like in a jury trial, I'll just use that example again, you know, you do a, you do an appeal hearing where they there's all this other evidence that was never used, and it's quite compelling to the case. Well, they'll they'll redo the trial because you have all this new information. And then guess what? Sometimes it's like, wow, we didn't know that. The jury says, oh well, he's he's not guilty, and he, we put him in prison, you know, and we shouldn't have because there was new information. And and that's that's okay, you know. So the pride thing, you're, you're probably right about that. But I here's the thing. I I don't have an agenda. I have nothing to gain. I'm you know, I I don't make any money yep. doing doing my podcast. I don't have a I have no problem with people doing a podcast and making money. I don't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just I'm not making any money right now on it. So I have no agenda. I care about people. So I don't understand why someone wouldn't at least give me the benefit of the doubt that my intentions are good. Even if maybe I'm wrong about every single thing I say, but I'm not a liar. I might make a mistake, but I'm not a liar. And I care about you and I care about people. So I don't understand why, you know, my whole example about, uh, you know, someone who's a, is, if someone's wearing a white lab coat, that everything they say is true, and if you don't wear a white lab coat,
0: you, it's not true. We don't even know if they're. Real, we don't even really know if they're real doctors sometimes. <laughs> Seriously, that they put well, on TV. You know, that could uh, be an actor. You're absolutely
1: right. You're absolutely right. And and all, all I can say about something that I'm presented with on the news is what I'm seeing visually. I don't know. I don't know anything really. Uh, being told something, and this is what goes back to the whole researching for a long time, is I, I just don't I don't trust it. I, I don't trust no. it, and and, and the, we shouldn't
0: trust it. The people that are telling you and me that we should you know do the right thing and follow the law, which is not a law, it's a mandate. Uh, they're ignorant about our laws, unfortunately, and they're the ones that are watching that mainstream phony media. I call it Satan's media. Satan is using them as his communication tool to brainwash everyone that listens to it. Would you not agree? I agree 100%. And he's
1: the he's the father of lies, he's the deceiver. So anyone who deceives in any way is doing Satan's work. Yes. He's the father of lies. So, and then the, I think there are a whole ton. I think there are a there is a massive amount of people who, for lack of a better term, are just useful idiots.
0: Absolutely, and absolutely. Fact,
1: I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to cut anyone down. I'm. I'm not saying I know everything, and I'm not saying I'm right about everything, and I'm not saying I'm the smartest person. All I'm saying is. If you only listen to one side of information, then all of your decisions are based on just that, and you could be uh, inadvertently complicit in uh, perpetuating a deception.
0: That's right. That's right. And I always tell my listeners, um, don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Do your own research. Yes, very look, good. Look it up yourself. It's there. Make sure you find the right research, you know, because you can't believe everything you see online, so that's why it takes a while to find it. But you will. You'll find it, and it's going to shock you. I, I'm, deeply, yeah. I'm deeply concerned about right now where our country's going uh, towards almost communism. We're almost there, practically. It really yep. – and I don't see uh, Christians standing up like they should. The churches should be out there. Back in the Revolutionary War, the pastors were out there fighting in the battlefield. Where are the pastors now? Where where are the leaders of the church? I, I, I don't see it. And it, and it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I have not seen it the way it should be. And I think a lot of that is, I don't know how familiar you are with the 501c3 churches that the government has control over these churches. And they're afraid to speak up. They're afraid to talk, you know. I uh, that's that's the way I see it, and it just concerns well, yeah. it concerns me. It really concerns me that's not even taught in the church that we need to fight for our freedom. It's the enemy that's doing it, and people are just in their own little world. I did an episode today where people are in their comfort zone and they're in their own little world. And they don't want to be involved, you know. And it's it's yep. just so. It's, I'm like you I get I get my emotions I have to watch my emotions Because it just makes me so angry It really makes me angry Especially if it's believers I'm like what are you thinking about And family members that I thought Would never fall for this trap Have And I, I, I just can't And you can't talk to them They're not going to listen Unfortunately yeah. They're not going to listen And that's where prayer comes in I have to pray for them because you know it's you're just, right. and the, what you're what, absolutely right. Yeah, and when what what I see is as far as the jab jab, it never was tested. You know, when people say, "Well, you take the flu shot," well, it took five or more years they did that test. This is not
2: right.
0: The uh, as I call it, the, well, the, and... the the Vaseline, the the key word there. It's not a Vaseline. It it is it is it is just a plain poison to your body. And the facts well, are coming you're out. You're the, right. the truth is coming out about that. And the ones that don't want to hear it, unfortunately, they're going to be the ones with the consequences. So my prayer is that somehow God heals them, and they don't have that consequences. You know? And, I and, I, and they can repent. And I really believe, it's just my personal opinion, I really believe two things. One, I think this is a test for the mark of the beast. I know people will probably say, you're a wacko, but this could be their test for that I really believe that and they want to see what they can get away with they want to they want to push their agenda they want to put the antichrist on the throne I'm telling you that is the goal eventually with all of this what are your feelings about that? well yeah I'm thinking I'm thinking you're hitting the
1: nail on the head here man and Every everyone in history that has been uh, uh, been alive or been a part of of something epic or something amazing or something horrible historically, they didn't know the magnitude of of what they were involved in really until later when we look back and say, "Wow!" Right? Talk to any World War II vet, you know, or some. Some guy who stormed the beaches of Normandy uh it was a massive operation, but that guy didn't really fully understand the, the the how massive that of a historical uh event he was a part of you know maybe to some extent like wow, this is big, but um so I think we're living in it. It sure feels like it. You have to read scripture uh, and, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and understand what's going on. But a buddy of mine summed it up very good. I was getting really frustrated. This is a, a really good friend, the kind of friend you can just call and vent to for fifty minutes and be aren't like, all right, thanks for listening. Bye. They,
0: they are the best <laughs> ones, aren't they? Oh, man. They
1: are the best. But um, it's my buddy, Brother Rick. And I called Brother Rick. I said, hey, Brother Rick, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting here. I'm here. I'm frustrated. Uh, everything's everything's falling apart. My my country is destroyed, you know, in a sense. Uh, and I said, everything is falling apart. And he said, you know what, Casey? He said, I don't know that it's falling apart. He said, I think everything is falling into place. Wow. That's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. And I was silent for what felt like, you know, 10 minutes. And I just, it, the words just sunk in. And, and you know, I... Started crying. Like, oh my gosh, it I'm missing the whole point here that yeah, this is all been uh it's been foretold. Like it's 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 happening and yeah. we're
0: living it. Yes. We are living in biblical history right now. We we I feel that this is uh what we're going through, it's almost we should look at it this way too. We should be honored by God that He has us living in this time to fight for freedom and fight for Him, to witness to others who are lost. He's putting us in a position right now in our lifetime. He knew all along before we were even born that we were going to be a part of this. So the way I also look at it, too, that helps me when I get frustrated, Lord, is, is I'm honored that you're putting me on the battlefield to fight this for you.
1: This an excellent excellent way to look at it and you know I was just recently reminded of a, a great little uh a little tidbit from the book called The Hiding Place by Corrie ten Boom.
0: Yes, I'm very familiar if you ever, with that book. If you yeah. Read it, but, yes. Yeah,
1: but uh you know she was in a she was in a Nazi uh internment camp and she she was determined to be thankful to God and she writes about being thankful for the fleas in the, the little hut where they were all packed in. And I'm thinking, how in the world, how tough would you have to be to be able to be thankful in that situation for the fleas? However, she, was, she decided, I'll be thankful for the fleas. And later she realized that they were able to do Bible study in their barracks because the guards didn't want to go in there because of the fleas.
0: Wow. Wow. I have a book of hers that has all her poetry, and it's so encouraging, the stuff that she wrote.
1: Oh, it's amazing. And it's been years since I've read uh, The Hiding Place, but there was another instance where she was determined not to lie, and she, they're being inspected before getting put on the trains, I think, to go to the internment camps, and she had a Bible, but she knew they would take it, And but she was determined not to lie. And something happened when she got up there to be inspected, and there was a distraction or something, and she was overlooked. Wow. Wow. But she had determined to do the right thing in God's view. Because even if you were lying that you had a Bible, like, oh, well, you know, maybe I could lie about at least the bi- having the Bible because God would want me to have the Bible— no, God doesn't want you to lie.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I know. Just things like that, and you hit the nail on the head, man. About being thankful that we are in this position to, you know, fight this
0: battle. We're the Davids right now, man. For, we're the Davids. We're the Davids. We're the Moses. We're we're all of them right now. We isn't that amazing? Yeah. We this is this and, is literally the Bible being rewritten all over again. It's just a different time. I call our government, I call our government uh, the evil Pharaoh government. I did a couple series <laughs> where uh, it's the Red Sea moment. And God has given us an opportunity to cross that Red Sea. It is open right now. Now I think it's starting to close. And we just don't know it, but Pharaoh is drowning. He is drowning. He's being exposed. It's all coming out. It all is. And I'm not just talking about the Pharaoh that's in that White House. I'm talking about all his little minions as well. You know, it's it's all coming out. And uh I have yes. I've I've shared with people, you know, trust the Lord, cross that Red Sea, be a part of him, you know, repent. Because it's closing. And I see it closing each and every day. And, you know, you were saying that, you know, um, you know, that you were frustrated and you called your friend. We also don't know what God is doing behind the scenes. We don't know. I guarantee it's victory. I guarantee it's victory because God always wins. And the lies that you see on TV, the the fake media, even the fake websites and the social media, they're not going to tell you the truth that's going on. They're trying to keep it shut. That's why they have distractions. That's why they have, you know, all the sort of lies they're telling people. And sadly, again, our brothers and sisters, Christians, believe this. Majority of them, I think, believe it. And it just frustrates the heck out of me. And getting back to the jab-jab where they agreed to take it, that's fine. That's their personal decision. But I was just so upset because they never checked into it. They jumped right into it, and they're all proud of it. They're all proud of it, and they take their little, I call them Nazi cards, they take their little cards, they got the jab-jab, and they're all proud, and they're showing it. It's just amazing. And now they're going to say, well, you need a booster, and they're going to do that too. And what scares me is, from what I've heard from research that I've done, that might be the nail in the final coffin for those people, because it's the stuff that they took kills the immune system, and... They're not going to be able to fight it off. If they catch a a cold or the flu, they're not going to be able to fight that off. And that's why they're predicting, unfortunately, a lot of passing in the next few years. And I'm praying to the Lord now that that doesn't happen because God can do anything. He can heal. He can forgive. So that's my prayer. That's how I get through each day by knowing that, hey, this doesn't mean this is the end. This could be uh, an awakening for everyone, and, you know, we can see a miracle that God is going to heal. But I'm praying that people stand up because God does win in the end. But my personal opinion is if everyone sits on their hands, this is just going to prolong it. This could be our 40 years roaming in the desert, you know, and it's, it's right. That's concerning to me. It really is.
1: It should be. You're right, and um, you know, I a lot of times I'll I'll call and vent to my mom. My mom's a very, very smart lady, and um, she, I'll call and I'm upset, I'm frustrated, blah blah. And she, she agrees, but she, she'll usually just she usually is right, and she says, well, just you know, take some time, you know, read read the book of Daniel. If you want to read about, if you want to understand, you know, people who were uh, prisoners in a in a horrible, under a horrible government,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? There's lots of examples, right? Yeah. All through the Bible. Uh, yeah read yep. Nehemiah. Yeah, read Nehemiah. It's some of my favorites. Read the book of Daniel. You know, and someone else, uh, some, I can't remember who, who pointed to this to me about what's going on now. And I was frustrated, and oh my gosh, you know what are we going to do? And they, this person said, well, when when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were sent into the furnace, um, you know, God, God didn't uh, keep them out of the furnace. He he joined them and was with them in the furnace. Mm-hmm. So. If I pray that, oh God, you'll you'll get get me out of this uh, horrible situation, um, maybe that's not that's not the right prayer. The the right prayer might be, God, please be with me
0: yes. during
1: this horrible situation. Yes, and it's it's because I've surrounded I've surrounded myself with uh, people who love the truth and want to know God that I get these great reminders. Uh, all the time that get me back on track because I have a tendency to get sucked down the rabbit hole.
0: You're only human. A little you know, bit. We all do that.
1: Yeah, and if you're when you're researching this stuff, it, it can get do- dark and lonely, and we have to be careful to
0: make sure we we keep our focus, you know, on God first. Yes, because it's it can exhaust you. It can. Mentally it really can it really can you. and that's when I just tell okay Lord and I think that's the Lord tell me, okay, you need to take a break you need to take a break even from the resources that you read every day that the ones that you can trust that can exhaust that can really mentally exhaust you you need a break and that's when I just go into the word and I just take a break and get away from that you know because it's that's that just starts to just overwhelm you and take over if you allow that
1: yeah, I've had more in the last two years. I've had. I don't have a lot of hair, (laughs) but me, me uh, my friend, I don't either. (laughs) I I don't have a lot of hair, but I I are I almost I had almost no gray hairs, but in the last two years, I've had a lot of gray hairs show up, man, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's just it takes a toll on you, and I, I sometimes I just throw my hands up and you know. Uh one I like I like old historical flags and one of my favorites is one that George Washington used. Uh, it said Appeal to Heaven. Nice. And it had a picture of a pine pine tree on it and it said Appeal to Heaven and basically it was when, when all when you've done everything you can but you feel like you gotta throw your hands up just all that's left to do is appeal to heaven. Um and really we should appeal to heaven at all times. Every day. But but it was a it was a neat little reminder that you know when you feel like giving up, um, just keep doing the right thing. Uh, We we know what the right thing is.
0: Yep, and and of course just do that. The enemy will interfere and try to discourage you, and you know when he sees that when you're being attacked, be honored because you're doing the right thing. You know that's the way I look at it. Yeah, you're right. Um, Because and you know what. yeah, sorry. I, no, I no, go, no. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, I remembered uh, when you were talking about the tax exempt status. I made a note here because I wanted to mention. You know, you're talking about churches that are that are have a tax exempt status. They're kind of they're kind of controlled by the mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. in a way, right? Because they right. got to follow the rules. Correct. Well, I, you, you want to hear the lamest? I heard the most lame excuse one time. And it was about that. it was, oh, if we don't do x, y, and z, we'll lose our tax exempt status as a church right mm-hmm. and i thought I thought, who cares <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: you don't think god you don't think God can take care of your church if that
0: if he didn't you intend to honor him he didn't intend to have that tax exempt that wasn't him and You know what kind of makes you wonder, Okay, maybe uh, I would leave that church. Seriously, I would just leave that. (laughs) I I would leave that church because they're not doing the right thing. If that's where their heart is and that's what they're thinking. Again, that's that's what it is nowadays. It's about the offering plate and membership. You know, I call it the church golf, a country club. That's the attitude that it is today. And it's sad. I'm not saying all churches are. Don't get me wrong. There are some good ones out there but these are the majority ones and it's not just the mega churches that you see on TV and i believe god's going to deal with them he is uh, you know he's going to deal with the church it's it goes both sides spiritual and 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 secular uh it's you know the church has just b- done bad things and let this happen and god's going to hold them accountable for that but it's also local i call them the mini mega churches you see those in your town too you know it's it's them too mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of things. I think we are going to see victory. I do believe in, and I have hope. I have hope in God, and I know he's going to do it, but it's going to be his timing. You know, I get tired of people trying to set, you know, they say they set dates, and they think this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Listen, if Jesus doesn't know the date that he's coming back, what makes you think God's going to tell you his date saving America? It's not going to happen. Get that out of your head. Get that out of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't know how he's going to do it, but it's going to be over it's going to be amazing. It's going to be more than we expect, and it's going to be a blessing, but we have to do our part in the meantime. God never has won a battle correct me if I'm wrong, but He uses people to fight his battle. He, he uses right. I mean look at, F, look at all through the Bible, all those Bible heroes. He used them all to have victory in his battles. Boy, were they bad battles, you know? But they did it, they did it. And um, getting back to uh, just real quick to the uh, to the jab thing, I really also in concern that you know that they're making it, you know, they use, they're using this to separate people, you know, from the ones who have the way they feel if they don't want to take it. Well, then they you know the devil is using that to separate and divide. Um, you know, it's going back to the 1950s again, it looks like, as far as segregation, and it also um, just the, the, the darn route lies that the that, that our leadership is telling, you know? It's like, and, and Satan himself wants to divide, and it's dividing the church. You see Christians that are dividing over. You see family members that are dividing over. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And I told my wife the other day, I said, you know, the whole thing boils down to if everyone just mind their own business. <laughs> mind your own business and just don't worry about. It. Don't put your stuff on me. If you want to live in a country that has no freedom, I can direct you to plenty of them. But don't turn my country around the way you want it. But that's the enemy. That's what he's doing. That's what he's trying to do. I think he knows his days are numbered. And the the more of that, the the more bad things we're going to see. And it's just, it's just a way of, uh, that's just the way he does. Like you said, it's his, it's his playground and he, you know, but you know, God only limits him to so much. And I've also heard Christians, believers say to me, oh, God's not in control over this. He wouldn't let this happen. Yes, he is. There's a reason why he let this happen. To wake us up, to expose the evil, to let people know we have been lied to for Decades. The stuff that's going to come out about this country is going to blow everyone's mind, I believe. What say you?
1: I think you're right. And I think, um, well, you, yeah, there was a lot to unpack in there.
0: Sorry, I got on my soapbox. I got on my soapbox.
1: Well, for one, um, yeah, Satan knows he's defeated in the end, but. He's going to take as many down with him as possible. We know this. Absolutely. Okay. So, don't allow yourself to be taken down. You know, and um, yeah. I mean, you're you're hitting the nail on the head on a lot of that. If if you want to, yeah, and to think, oh, well, God's not going to do that, or God's not going to do this. Um, you know, read the book of Jeremiah. Uh, he's continually uh directed by God to tell Israel what's gonna happen to them. Well what a what a sucky job that would have been. But he did it. Uh, he had to do it.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Talk about feeling all
0: alone, right?
2: <laughs> oh and,
0: my god. I wonder if they banned yeah, him from like, they probably would have banned him from Facebook and everything too if they had it. <laughs> oh yeah. Jeremiah's Twitter account was canceled for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Poor Jeremiah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, but um, uh, yeah, but we it, it's all it's all kind of repeating like the same things because because the the deceiver is the same. It's the same players, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So maybe maybe we have different technologies now, or we have different this, but the the lies are the same. The deception is the same, and because the. The deceiver is the same. Yes, he has no no new tricks. He has no new tricks. It's just wrapped up differently.
0: Yep, you're right. You're right. Comes in a different package. Yeah, absolutely. And he loves to put fear on people. And I think that has a lot to do with it too. You know, he's having people fear the the, the government. He's having believers fear. And, you know, I mean. He, oh my gosh, you're right. He, that, if, if, if I have a I have a challenge for anyone
1: listening that if 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 you listen to the news or you see any news, it's hard not to see any news, go one week and not look at any news. Don't look at Facebook. Don't look at, at anywhere that you might get, quote-unquote, like, current news. Mm-hmm. Do it for one week. You will feel amazing.
0: You know, it's funny you said that. You, my, my wife and I did that one yeah. week, and we did it for, like, two weeks. And then we, I said, you know, we need to go back doing that again. Yeah, because yeah, and during that time, it, may, it had us be focused on God and His Word, because again, the, you know, you could be distracted, and that's the enemy doing that because He doesn't want you to grow. But you're right. Yeah, you will feel <laughs> cleansing, definitely. And
1: you know what? You know what else contributes to uh, people not feeling well? Um, you know, is is being fearful and. Everything is fear, 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 fear. You know, be afraid of this, be afraid of that. Um, I I think if we weren't all told to be afraid of all of this, that it would have been much different.
0: Oh, without and, a shadow of a doubt.
1: Yeah, and uh, everything is divide, 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 like you said. It, we're divided by race. We're divided by uh, gender. We're, we're divided by countries. We're divided by sport teams.
0: Uh, it goes on and on. Everything is divisive. Everything has a label. And, Everything has a label too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if, you, if you're just realistic, if you take a deep breath and you're just realistic for a second and you think about your neighbors and you think about your coworkers and you think about your people at church all those divisions they're kind of not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm they're they're made up in in a way. And I'm not saying people I'm not saying there aren't people that do bad things. You know, like we're talking about race. I'm not saying there aren't people that do things to other people based on race or whatever the whatever the, you know, the thing is. Right, absolutely. I'm not saying that that, that doesn't exist, but all of the things that were told from from the the, the fear screen we're told to be afraid of this, and then we get we get all riled up, and then you can't make good decisions when you're afraid. You make rash decisions, and, that's and the, then
0: well, that's the enemy. Yeah, right and, that's and the then enemy. all
1: exactly, and then throw on top of that that you don't have all the information, like we were talking about at the beginning.
0: Yeah,
1: so you don't you don't have all the information, and you're in a state of fear. So you're you know you're making rash decisions that aren't well thought out that that's sounds like the work of satan to me
0: oh it is it is he wants to keep you blind he wants to keep you uh uh he wants to keep you in the comfort zone as well you know he wants to keep you where that way you're not doing anything i call it the comfort zone coma you know he wants you to yeah to, to, that way you're not doing anything you know he loves people being in their comfort zone as believers. he loves that, you know, and uh his number one thing is to divide the church and I hate to say it it's it's some of it's working because we're allowing it you know we are allowing that to happen, and we can't we can't and uh, i i yep. I'm at the point now where it's sometimes it's too big for me I think it is too big for me right now, and you may agree with this as far as Getting the truth out and getting people to listen. And the Lord, you know, I got to frustrated and he told me, he says, You're doing your part. I'll take care of them because you can't change them. It's going to be their choice. And when it's all said and done, when I see, and this is me by faith, when God takes this country back because it was founded on his word, and God remembers that, God remembers that America is the one that was the first country that planted the seeds of his word. And now it's time for it to harvest. But he's got to weed out these bad demons that are in control. They know their days are numbered. And I just feel that we will have victory in the long run. But I can't let it suffocate me and just saying, you're not getting the message. You're not getting the message. And I don't want to mean to sound mean and say, all right, forget about you. I mean, I'm still going to pray for him. But it's going to be a time that I think... When God does something to turn his country back, it's going to be shocking. It's going to be supernatural. I really believe that. It's going to be biblical history that we're going to see. That's what I was sharing with you earlier. We should be honored about that. Therefore, these people that have been asleep, they are going to be freaking out. They're not going to know what to do. So we need to be there for them, and I think the Lord will use us for that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great way to look at it. And you know, to to be proactive. For example, um, how, how do we engage in conversation? Uh, here here's what I do. I have I have business cards that have my my website, awaketheiron.com on it. My my business card just says awaketheiron.com. That's all it says. And so I'll be in a store or something and I'll hear a conversation that I'm not even a part of. And I know in my head, oh me and my co-host, we talked about that exact thing on episode six. Mm-hmm. So I'll write, I'll write episode six on the back and I'll just say, Oh, excuse me, I heard I heard you talking about such and such. Check this is my podcast, and we talk about that exact thing. Have a nice day. And I walk away because I'm not gonna get into a debate or anything, no, a big conversation no. there. No. But just to point out people in the direction
0: you know and yeah. and i like asking questions instead of like arguing with someone now, i like getting, asking questions yeah you're not going to get anywhere arguing you know it's just no you just beat yourself on just, the head exactly but i just ask questions like
1: hey um what would you do if you found out that you know and then fill in the blank for example what would you do if you found out that the most of the covid tests are uh unreliable mm-hmm. right and then they say oh well i don't think they're unreliable like no no i didn't say they are or aren't. i just said what would you do if you found that out like how would you react to it? how would you respond and then let them answer and then whatever they say and then this follow-up question is would you be open to looking at information that actually proves that exact thing that's and it. if they say no, you walk walk away. Just end it because you're not going to get anywhere.
0: No, but, at, but least, at least you planted a seed, right? Exactly,
1: and then that's where I throw out the business card. Right? I say, hey, check out episode seven. About halfway through, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, that's right where we talk about this with visuals, charts, uh, cited references, doctors' testimonies. Right? And that's I say, a great but do don't be- That's a great Yeah, way. I say, don't believe. Don't believe anything I say. This is just me opening a door. You're going to have to go look on your own because I'm not satisfied with just, just believing what you say. So I'm going to go look. But you know what? You've got to be careful how you look nowadays.
2: Mm-hmm. If,
1: you Google search, if you Google search anything, believe me, you will get uh, the returns on
0: your Google search of what Google wants you to see. Absolutely duck duck go my friend duck duck go well that's what i use
1: yeah that's what i use and i yeah i use uh like like i'm on odyssey it's uh, mm-hmm. like a like a youtube alternative right yeah and there's Shoot and rumble and yep. um there's the uh, what uh, gab is like a yep. facebook yeah but um yeah so i always try to leave the caveat too but be careful how you look because mm-hmm. you know if you if you uh, just type in the Jab Jab, right? Mm-hmm. Then you will get what Google wants you to see. Yep. And does Google want you to see the truth?
0: I don't think or so. Or They want
1: you to see what they want you to. See? I don't think so either. No. I mean, you know, that's a whole other thing.
0: We could go on for hours. Right. And just that, probably. Same thing with you, same <laughs> same thing with YouTube. You know. It's, exactly. It's, yeah. I never I never thought like two years ago that we'd be in this situation, worry about censorship. I know. Um, and it's it's just. Yeah, it's it's just, moving fast. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pushing fast. Nine months of this evil empire, and look what they've done. Look what they have yeah, done. And it's. I know. Uh, <laughs> and we've got a long ways to go, and that's why we need to pray that God steps in. You know, people saying like, "Well, um, uh, I'm going to call him 45. You know who that is? Uh, you know, 45. You know, he's going to come back and do the rescue. That's not how it works. You pray that the Lord right. comes back. He may use him. He may be using him now some way. I don't know. But for the time right. being, we need to rely on the Lord. I've been praying, Lord, you come back on our capital, the United States of America. You come back in on the throne of America. That's what we need to right. be praying. You know? Uh, but he does use right. he does use use people. And I believe 45 That's is right. is is his David today. It, he is his David today. I really believe that. And he'll still use them. He's not done with them. But don't rely on a human being to be your rescue. That's right. Don't sit on your hands and think somebody else will do it. No. And it can be something so little. Like you and I were just talking about our shows. I felt this is God's way of of me serving him and, you know, and doing my gift that he gave me. And I'm reaching out to many people as I can. You know, even if I even said I don't care if I have one viewer – if it affects, if it helps one person, or, or listener rather, if it affects one person and helps them, then, it, then that's great, you know? Uh, it's You're right. That, that's, that's the attitude we need to have. And we're only human and we're going to get frustrated, you know? And I, I, I share with my listeners this too. I don't know if you feel this way. When you go out in public, whether it be a store or just leave your house, I feel the overwhelming of evil. And it's so heavy. You just feel like a weight, and I, I I just, I just feel that you just. It's not the same anymore. And there's people that are hurting because of this, and we need to be concerned about that. You know, it's and and it's it's the demons that are roaming around out there, and we also need to pray for protection as believers from these demons because they want to seek and destroy. They are real. They're not a play thing. You know, you hear people say um, about ghosts. No, they're not ghosts. There's only one ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. They are demons. They're deceiving. Right. And, they, you know, they're out there to seek and destroy. And like you were saying, they want to take takers, too. That'll go with them. You know, they want want roommates. (laughs) I mean, it's not funny, but the way you said it was funny. (laughs) <laughs> but but it's true. It's true. I mean yeah, it's, sure. it's it's just it, I have suffered my own personal experience through anxiety, you know stress, depression in my past, yeah. and God has really taken me a long way. I still struggle with that and I and it's so stupid. I should know from the past he's he's got me through little things and I shouldn't have to worry about things like that, but that's the enemy attacking because he knows that's my weakness. And that's, you know, where I'm weak. And I have to go back to the Lord and get a recharge, you know, and just say, forgive me, Lord. I know you're, in, you know, with everybody has their weakness. And the, and, and, and the enemy knows your weakness. So he's going to try to uh, take advantage of that. He's going to try to take advantage of that. But it's just, I guess, well, to sum it up with this whole thing, Cason, mm-hmm. uh, K- uh, what do you think, how can we, get people to unite is it just i mean no number one is prayer you think maybe like you were saying just communicating with them um i think also maybe being aware of their hurt and pain and and confusion Uh, what do you think about it you know i i
1: uh it's kind of corny but i always fall back to what would jesus do not corny at all not corny at all (laughs) Yeah, and um, I saw, real quick, I'll expand on on my reply, but I wanted to just say something funny. There was a a meme. It said, so you're telling me when you say, what would Jesus do that chasing people with whips and wrecking tables is not out of the realm of possibility? (laughs) Of course, referencing uh, Jesus in the temple courts with the money changers, but I always thought that was funny. But in all seriousness... Um what would jesus do how how would jesus and here's an example Jesus I'm pretty sure uh, I'm, I'm I'm being facetious, but i'm pretty sure Jesus didn't distance himself from people who were ill no no he um, went he went am pretty they,
0: sure yep.
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure he uh purposely inserted himself into situations around uh not only the physically sick. But the spiritually sick,
0: yes, right,
1: and the sinners, um, yes, right, and I think of the, I think of the example, like we had churches who were limiting how many people could come into the church building. Um, that is terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely.
1: We have examples, yeah, we have examples of Jesus. What the the, the lame. The the lame man whose uh, was it his, his relatives or friends tore open the roof of the building that Jesus was in they sure to did. get him to Jesus, right? There was no room. You're not allowed to come in. They tore the roof off to get this guy to Jesus. And he didn't turn mm-hmm. him away. And he didn't turn him away. Okay, I think... I'm not saying there's, uh, you know, that churches, like you said, not all churches are bad. There's not all people in the church is bad. And the church is the people. The church isn't the building.
2: Right.
0: Absolutely.
1: We know that. Right. But when there were church policies of, of the building where we, where the people meet that limited the number of people or, you know, children's classes, well, you can only have 10 kids in the class. This is, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, if we don't if we don't do
0: that, they'll shut us down. Oh well. well yeah. Oh well. Let them. Take... We'll meet somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Meet... We will continue.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And God bless those pastors that some of them that did stand up. I don't know if you're familiar about absolutely. the. Law. I don't know if you're familiar. I forget the guy's name in Canada, who did that, and he was here in the U.S. doing his testimony and stuff, and he went back and they arrested him, you know, for for keeping his church open. And that's another story yeah, in itself. Was,
1: yeah, yeah. Was he the, the one guy from Poland? He was I, originally from Poland?
0: I believe so, yeah, because I remember he had an accent. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, my my sister just went and saw him in the Cincinnati area.
0: He spoke. Yes, um, yeah. he and, was here he, in the U.S. She was too. like, oh, I just, yep. yeah, yeah. She was
1: like, oh, I just saw the the one preacher guy who was, you know, arrested in Canada, and she's like, he's like one of my heroes. And I'm like, oh, you know, of course he is, you know, and he, he said he, he came from uh, an oppressive place.
0: Yeah, and he's saying, free. and he's he can't believe what's happening to our country. He was saying that, and it's like, what what are you people thinking?
1: What is it going so to? Anyway, that's a that's a short story, long. But uh, no, no, you, to respond to your your question, what would how would Jesus you know respond? Um, yeah, and you know he he threw things in people's faces a lot when they were when they were wrong.
0: Oh yeah, he told the truth. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. And, you know, it. Caught, know they, yeah. they they thought that they, they, they stopped him by uh, causing his life. Well, that didn't happen. Praise God. But it's, right. yeah, you know, they, they yeah, absolutely. They didn't like He spoke the truth, and they didn't like it. It stings. The truth stings. And a lot of it people don't want to hear because they know they're wrong. They don't want to admit it. It's pride, you know, and that kind of thing. I also heard this. You'd appreciate this. I don't know if you heard this, too. Oh, well, uh, Jesus would take the jab. I don't think so. Not if he, kn-
2: not if, well, not if for, he knew. Yeah.
0: Not if he knew if it's going to destroy his temple, his body. I, I, I don't think so. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, whack, wacky things. Be- yeah. Well, for
1: example, if I, if I know things about the Jab Jab to be a lie if i know that 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 there are lies surrounding that if i went along with it wouldn't i be going along with a lie
0: i would think so yep i would think so and christ is all about the and, truth
1: right and i would i would concede that getting getting the jab or not really has no impact on your, the salvation of your soul? Absolutely not. No. Right. Absolutely but not. in the words of the person, of the people who were, who were um, criticizing me, they said, we need to be an example. And I am. I'm trying to be an example by uh, standing on the side of truth.
0: Yes. That's what we're supposed to do.
1: So, you know, I'm, I guess people could disagree on what's true and what's not, uh, which is fine. But something is true, Yep. right? So people say, well, you know, you need to listen to what your doctor said. Well, my doctor told me not to because I have some other yep. issues that uh, are not compatible with the jab-jab.
0: And it's also hard to find a doctor you can trust because they're part of that. They're getting money. They're getting Some of these doctors are getting money to get you to do that. You know, and yeah, doctors yeah, aren't always yeah, right. I'm, They're not yeah. always right. Hospitals get, are getting money for, uh,
1: um, you know, certain, they classify certain deaths a certain way and they get funding, yeah. you know, and um, they, you know, you don't do what your doctor says. Well, I am. Yep. Right. Well, well, doctors, you know, all the scientists say such and such, well, there are doctors and scientists that say things that are exactly contradictory to what
0: those doctors are saying. So which one is right? And the, or maybe they're both wrong. And the funny thing is, remember when this whole thing started, they were saying all the medical field, oh, they're heroes, look at these heroes, look what they're doing. And now when they tell, they're the ones that are telling the truth, refusing to take the jab-jab. Now suddenly they're the enemies and they, they lost their jobs. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, isn't, that, right. isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? amazing
1: yeah you're yeah if you're if you're a nurse you're a, you're a hero right people putting yard signs out at the beginning yeah but now if you're a nurse, if you're a nurse and you're like well i really don't want to get that or i shouldn't get it medically for some medical reason i shouldn't get it
0: oh you're fired yeah you're you're, you're, you're know, horrible yeah who are you yeah you're, you're our enemy you know it's that's god, a great point god bless those people that stood up and did that I forget what state that was in but they this hospital fired a lot of them yeah. a lot of them but I know the Lord's gonna take care of them. I think he'll use their medical talents in, in another way to help people I really believe that the, these, this enemy right. this enemy is not gonna win this enemy is not going to win we've been lied to as I told you before for decades look at our nation's capital when you, I don't know if you ever had the opportunity to go to Washington D.C., but when you go there and all those monuments and memorials, it's all satanic symbols, my friend. It's all satanic symbols. It's if you, you go are on, if you go on Google Map and you zoom out, you can see what they're talking about. I, I did the research myself and I went to see it. It's it's right there, plain as day. So that tells you how we've been lied to. And I think God is going to reveal this. And we are going to be shocked. And some people are not going to know how to handle the truth that we've been lied to. You know, they're not going to know how to handle it. And I think that's what we're going to come in to help them handle it. It's, it's, I just don't know what else to say to these people but just to pray for them. You know, pray for them and just, just, just hope that somehow they'll either wake up or they'll be. A healing in their heart, or something. You know, it's just like you said. It has nothing to do with salvation. It's choices that we make, and I just think you know. I respect their choice, but don't put that on me if I don't. If I disagree, you know, it's just I think right. that I think that people need to respect each other's opinions. If you want to live that way, if you want to wear the mask mandate, not a law. Help yourself. Knock yourself out. Mm. But don't come to me and do that. And I, I got news for you, and I'm sure you feel this way too. They're going to try to lockdowns again. It's going to come. It's going to come. You watch. That's going to be the next thing the enemy is going to do because he's so desperate. And there are going to be shutdowns. And we need to be praying for the yeah. people that have to make a choice. If they're going to lose their job or not, if the company decides to do this mandate that the Pharaoh did in the White House, telling him, if you have a 100 and some employees, you know, we need to pray for those people. They have a choice to make. And my choice is, I trust God. It would be very scary for me, but I trust him and he's going to take care of me, you know, because it's, the point is, all right, very simple. Do I do it and obey man and die possibly, or do I trust God? What do you think the best outcome is going to be, you know? Right,
1: and the outcome may not be what I'm hoping or expect, but if I'm trusting in God, then the outcome will be what God wants it to be.
0: Absolutely. And that's the
1: right, that's the right outcome. I'm always reminded of Jesus' prayer at Gethsemane when he, he didn't want to be murdered. He didn't want to be tortured to death. Of course not. He, he prayed three times. If there was another way, could we do that instead, but not my will, but your will?
0: And that's a hard thing for us to pray at times, I think, because we know that God's will is not going to be our will. <laughs> it's not going right. to be what it, yeah. we want, but he knows what's best. And if you, I, I, I love, yeah, it's very emotional uh, scripture for me to read that, but I
1: love it because hmm. it just... Jesus was a man and he had the pains and 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 feelings of a man and he prayed to God that he didn't want to be tort- tortured to death and I who would I agree yeah. I wouldn't either, either. Yeah. but he prayed it the right way and he, he said sure but it's not as I will but
0: as you will yeah and he could have easily when he and, was when he was on that cross he could have called the angels to come rescue him and he didn't Absolutely, he did. because that's not
1: how God Almighty, God the Father, w- was going to do it. That's right. It's so
0: amazing. It is. It is. That, that's something that uh, everyone should should reread that scripture again and really get deep into it, because you're so right. I can't imagine what he went through. can't imagine what he was feeling. You know, talk about uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. I mean. Right. That's. Praise God. Praise <laughs> uncomfortable, God. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uncomfortable is understatement, right? A- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't want to keep you anymore, my friend. I thank you so much for uh, talking to me today. I, I, I consider you a friend. I met a new friend today. Praise God for that. I want to have you back on again because we, there's so much still to talk about what's going on every day with current events and how we can help people and you know what we can do together. And, uh, you know, I had, uh, my listeners and family members, friends. I did a, um, I called it three on three and I did pray for three times a day for three weeks. You know, you can do that very easily if you're breakfast, lunch, dinner, or whatever. And, uh, I didn't realize this until it's like the Lord confirmed this with me, but President Trump asked the same thing. He said, pray for for, uh, 21 days, and that had to be 21 days. So I'm thinking like, wow, I think God really wanted us to do that. And I think eventually we're going to see some miracles with that because, you know, God hears our prayers. We humble ourselves and ask him to heal our land. And it's just, it's, I think, we're still going to see pain. We're still going to go through this for a while. But we have to have faith in God because he's in control. He sees the outcome. We don't. It's too overwhelming for us. I can't even imagine in the True. spiritual realm what the angels are doing right now. I think there's a reason why we're not allowed to see that because we probably couldn't handle it. I I just cannot right. imagine what that looks like. You know, I get chills when I think oh, yeah. about that, you know. You know, it, it makes it makes Star Wars look like a picnic, you know. <laughs> but, probably you're probably right yeah but yeah can you tell everybody about your uh your podcast again man and i'm gonna definitely promote yeah. you and you know get so we can get some listeners for you and uh so tell everyone again about yeah. your podcast yeah
1: yeah it's uh it's called awake the iron and actually my website is com. everything is there Uh, if you just want to listen to the podcast, it's on every major podcast player. Um, and then, uh, I have been doing a lot more videos. So, uh, we do like zoom and and videos with visual aids and, and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, it's weird because you, I research a lot of dark, dark stuff, but I try to add some humor in there just to keep it, keep our sanity, keep our sanity and, um, yeah, so that's mainly the the just awake the iron is the podcast, and uh, awaketheiron dot com is my website, and everything is there as well.
0: Absolutely, and we'll, we'll definitely keep passing that on. You know, God bless you, my friend, and uh, it's an honor that I met a new friend today. I've been blessed, and again, I want to keep in touch with you. We'll still do this again because I think with you and I together, we can uh, really send out the message and help others and do God's word. And uh, I just thank you so much for taking your time today to to, to talk to us.
1: Not a problem. It was my pleasure, and I really appreciated it, and I would love love to
0: do this again. We will. We will, my friend. God bless you. Take care. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much, Kason, for joining us today. We really appreciate that. We learned a lot, and it was uh, really fun to uh, talk to you and get to know you and then have a new friend in my life. I really appreciate it listen to his podcast everyone it is Awake the Iron and he has some great messages there some great things to say and, and encouraging words with everyone during the difficult times So make sure you listen to that and until next time everyone we'll see you soon, God bless you hope you enjoyed this show today and it was a blessing to you as as much was to me God bless. Jesus is on the throne. He's in control. The Lord will return to America. Keep that in mind. Look for the miracles. God bless you.